Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And it's an honor and a privilege to be with you today. And you can email us. You can, you can send us an email at hfchurch, the number seven, at gmail.com. We'd be, love to hear from you and know that you're listening to our podcast. Encourage us. Send us your email if you don't receive, if you heard this podcast for the first time. You have a friend that wants this podcast. If you'll send us the email address, we'll get this podcast to you on a daily basis, five days a week. We know it'll be a blessing to you. We want to bring encouragement. We want to teach the Word of God. We want you to be able to, to understand. We've talked yesterday in regards to the steps to getting prayers answered. First, we got to definitely know what we're praying about or what we want. And then we got to find a scripture that promised the answer that you need. And the third thing is we've got to ask God for things we want. You know, in Matthew chapter 7, 7 and 8, Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. And knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. He that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. In Matthew 6 and 8, Jesus said, Your father knoweth of things you have need of before you ask him. Yet, in the very next chapter, as we see in his verses quoted above, he tells us to ask him for our needs. Therefore, even though he knows our needs, he wants us to bring them to him and ask for help. You know, also, the first thing we got to do is we got to decide what we want from God. Number two, we got to find us a scripture that is the answer to what you need. And then we got to ask God for things that you need. Now, number four, and which is a very important one, we got to believe that you receive. Now, here's probably the hardest part for people. Once we get definitely what we want, we find a scripture that lines up with what we want, and then we ask God for the things that we want, then we've got to believe that we receive what we want. You say, well, Pastor, how do we do that? Well, Mark 11, 23, 24. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, verse 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now, the amplified version of the above scripture says, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you, and you will get it. Now, to understand this better, we need to realize that there are two kinds of truth. There's sense knowledge truth, and there's revelation knowledge truth. Now, some people think truth pertains to things that they can see with their physical eyes, but we cannot see the things of the Spirit, for they are are not flesh. They are not material. Everything we need is provided for us in the spiritual realm. Blessed be the God of our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Now you find that in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Our needs have been provided for in Christ Jesus. We may not always be able to see them, but they are there. When sense knowledge truth contradicts revelation truth, or the Word of God, I start walking by revelation truth. I walk by what God says. Now, that which is in the spiritual realm is made real in the natural realm through faith. Faith grasps it and creates the reality of it in our lives. Therefore, when you pray, believe that you receive that which you're asking for, and you will have it. This is beyond our our natural thinking. The natural mind cannot grasp it, but we are not walk we are not walking by faith. We are walking by faith and we're not walking by sight. You know, I remember one time I went I was doing a revival 
And I'd been doing the revival for three or four nights, and uh, all of a sudden I came out of a place one night. It was a little bit chilly, and I was sweating, and, and I, I just kind of felt, you know, my head started to stop up a little bit. And so I, the next night I, I was going back to the revival, and, and I could hardly talk. <clears throat> and I started reading scriptures on healing, and, and, and with my Bible open before me, I prayed silently and said, Lord, your word tells me that I'm healed. If I ask my body, it'll say, if I was healed, the answer would be no. If I ask my feelings, if I was healed, the answer would be no. If I ask the people around me that night at the church, the answer would be no. Your word says God is truth and every man is a liar. So I say, I'm, I, if I say I'm not healed, then I'm a liar because your word says I'm healed. Now, in Romans chapter 3, verse 4, it says, God forbid ye, let God be true and every man be a liar, as it's written, that thou mightest be justified in the sayings and mightest overcome when thou art judged. But this night, I get there and I really didn't feel good, i got to be honest. But I wanted to thank God that I was healed. The congregation looked at me as if I was crazy because I could barely talk. I began to tell what the Word of God says about healing. I showed them what the Word in the word that I was healed. I told him what, that God is true and that if I wasn't, if, if it wasn't, then I wasn't healed. I would be lying. I told them that I wanted them to stand and praise God with me because I was healed. As we stood and began to praise God, I had said hallelujah three times until my voice came back. Then I preached that night and everything was great. See, these things happen because you can't look at your physical situation and determine by what you're going dealing with, whether you're healed or not. The Bible says you're healed regardless of what you feel, regardless of what you look like, regardless of what's going on in your life. So we got to understand the four steps of prayer is first we got to determine what we want. we got to find a scripture that's the answer to the need that you have in your life. And then you got to ask God for what you want. And then you got to believe that you receive it when you ask. So these are powerful revelations. You know, Kenneth Hagin did a teaching so many years ago on the seven steps to answered prayer. And I'm telling you, it's right in line with this today, guys. And we've got to stand on that prayer and believe the Word of God.